<laughs> oh, Douglas, how sweet it was for them yesterday when we grabbed a one-point home victory over the privileged who were left to lament their poor erection work for them. And now the Tunners needed their good ordinary players to lift yesterday, Doug, to a, a really a, a new level. Uh, the unavailability of many, uh, Bolger, a late withdrawal, and uh, this created chances for blokes to come in and contribute for them. And uh, they did a great job, I thought, yesterday for them. But things look grim with 10 minutes to go, uh, but it's all about timing, Douglas. And the boys learned a little from their last week's draw. They hit the front late and uh, held on desperately as the privilege ran at their goals just a few seconds too late for them. Now, with rain on the radar, Douglas, I thought the OMs won a crucial toss, uh, a wind advantage, and perhaps even the game. Uh, but the Tunners scored first when young Harry Hines capitalised on fine work uh, from Max Lowen and Harry Hill, uh, screwing a lovely snap over his shoulder for them. Now, the problem of negotiating the swirling winds at that bottom end uh, proved a, a bit too difficult for the OMs. Uh, they were operating under a fair degree of tackling pressure from a ton of defence, uh, missing Verney, Legrice, Lametz and Modenaro. Uh, Tom King, again sent back, uh, began a marvellous game which made Payne's day an agonising and goalless one for them. They snagged a couple of late goals, the Bumblebee Blues, uh, but Harry's brilliant mark in the pocket and uh, subsequent conversion kept us within 18 points at the first change, a deficit quickly erased when the second term began. A young Hines gave Will Lewis a chance and he goaled, and when Nick Pavlou sent a long, low drive in the oarsman's direction, he grabbed it, spun and drove through a second one for them. A minute earlier, Andy Dewar, also sent forward, made very smart use of the breeze, pouncing on a clearance and steering a long one through over the grasping defenders for them. Later in the term, the same duo marked cleverly in the square and the tunners led by five points at the main break. Uh, Max Lowen and Tom Yorgi, I thought, were on top at the back. Uh, Pavlou and Harry were their usual busy selves. Uh, Karen Carra couldn't get near it. And young Alfie uh, had come into the side to show them what it's all about for them. Now, after a fine afternoon tea, the Privilege then had their second crack on the breeze, Douglas, for them. Their marking had troubled the Tunners, their only goal into the wind in the second term, coming after young De Steiger rose spectacularly over a pack to take an absolute hanger for them. In the third term, the Tunners scrapped hard and defended along the railway's flank. A really solid 10 to 15 minutes work where traffic was heavy despite V-Line replacing carriages with buses that had wiped out South Road parking for them. But the privileged Douglas had skewed compasses, fortunately for us. They kept kicking behind the stick. Uh, Tom Larkworthy pumped it long and skillfully uh, out from the square, down the side, but we couldn't win that second possession. Very frustrating. The last line, supported by plenty of workers dropping back, uh, they again held until late in the term when the desperate visitors shot straight a couple of times for them. When the Tunners made a rare trip forward, Seb Williams did brilliantly uh, in front of the grandstand to find room to drive it towards Lewis and Otto and oh, the big oarsman. With, with Otto's help, he deftly dummied his opponent and booted his third for them. Now, the privilege buzzed about, uh, but their inaccuracy restricted their lead to 13 points at the final break. Uh, I didn't think it looked enough Douglas for them.
Now, to be honest, Dougie, though, I thought I'd be reporting a miserable defeat when OM scored five times into the breeze and uh, we floundered about seemingly out of tickets for them and failing to get to the spill in time to stimulate any effective uh, movement forward for them. Uh, fortunately, the OM's inaccuracy continued. Their five shots uh, yielded only one goal for them and their lead, which had stretched to 23 points, was cut when Cara, unsighted all day, uh, dived on a flick from Lewis, a chance created from the back by an excellent uh, Max Lowen tackle for them. And then it got interesting, Douglas. With Mr Lawrence heading a long queue looking for bragging rights, and Nick Pavlou lined up from more deep on the railway flank and steered home a beauty that just raised late hopes for the ton of supporters who still had five minutes and 58 seconds to go to find a couple more s snags for them. And with four minutes to go, oh, the big oarsman, he pumped a massive set shot uh, down the erection canal, Douglas, the balcony heaving with expectation for them. And five points the difference it was, the privilege desperate to, ha to hang on for them, and Pavlou in tight on the fence, screwed low in board, and Lewis, he's there again, Douglas, in front, and grabbed it again for them. Uh, Mr Gadsden was circling the ground, heart in mouth, uh, mirroring everybody else's nervous watch. Uh, the seconds ticked out to 1 minute 51 seconds remaining, and Big Will, calm and assured, banged his fifth for the day down the throat of the goal mouth to edge us in front for them. And this time, Douglas, despite a final thrust by the privilege, the clock said no, and the Tunners won a crucial victory, hanging on to win 11-6-72 to 9-17-71 for them, a result that will reverberate around the traps all week, I'd imagine, Douglas, for them.